Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Brad, here with Doug. Hi. Kingdom Hearts 3 is over. Remind mm-hmm. came out, and now we're done, and we're moving on. So, <laughs> uh, we are both giant Kingdom Hearts fans. Uh, yep. Doug more so over the course of the last 10-15 years, and I kind of took a break for 13 years in between 2 and 3, but I'm back now. So, mm-hmm. uh, before we get into anything, Remind is pretty much stuff from the ending of kingdom hearts 3 so you really can't even talk about that without getting into spoilers for kingdom hearts 3 so just a general spoiler warning for all things kingdom hearts off the top here and with that as well kingdom hearts has some of the like most confusing lore ever and the way remind plays out did not help that too much with some of the things here (laughs) with the way that that works which we'll get into in a second so our apologies in advance for if we happen to mess up some weirdly specific kingdom hearts fact because there's so many of them that i can't always keep them straight remind is kind of just like a basically a rework of kingdom hearts 3's ending so i want to start just with your kind of impressions of what remind is and how that kind of fits into this whole idea of kingdom hearts 3 so what remind to me is so in the the end of Kingdom Hearts three they do a single they do a time loop where basically something yep. goes wrong and then he comes back and now he's going through it a second time. I feel like remind is what that second time was supposed to be. Yes. Um, and now they've retconned it into a third time. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, I I think. I think that if they had put all this stuff in originally as the second time through, it might have been too much. I think a lot of stuff happens in that finale of Kingdom Hearts 3 that was like just good enough on its own, like very cool moments. And yes. this one also has a ton of cool moments. And I think that if you put like all of those cool moments together, it would have been like way too much almost. I, I agree um, completely because as you're playing through Kingdom Hearts 3, the ending, and you're getting, okay, here's the birth by sleep ending, here's the Kingdom Hearts 2 ending, here's the here's Roxas, here's the... Here, and you get everybody's stuff just thrown all at you, like, a half-hour yeah. chunks at a time, and then adding all this on top of that afterwards, I think it almost diminishes what they did in Kingdom Hearts 3 when you're having, going through that and you're seeing all these stories finally reach their conclusions to yeah. have this next loop to go back through it, I feel like almost would kind of spoil some of that and it wouldn't quite have the impact it did. I also think waiting a year it was a fantastic idea. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if that was an intentional decision or if that's just how long it took to make or whatever the case may be there, but having that year gap and going back through it again, even though it does recycle some things, because like you said, there's that time loop aspect to it. Those scenes still hit really hard because I hadn't seen any of those in about a year. So I think just like that whole way that that did that just keeps the impact of kingdom hearts three's ending and just adds on Mm -hmm. to it. And it's a really kind of, kingdom hearts way to go back (laughs) and revisit a game which is how can we pretty much tell you this concept that you have a really good understanding of and then flip it on its head with this weird stuff that is explained well but at the same time just leaves you a little confused yeah i mean that's kind of typical of like kingdom hearts stuff i will say the one thing i did not like about the dlc like throughout and i think i think the, the the year gap I think is good because it does kind of make, like well it's a good time to like revisit Kingdom Hearts three yeah the thing about the year gap is like the whole I would say for the first half of that DLC is like is this old or new <laughs> like constantly uh-huh. like I think this boss battle is like playing out a little bit differently because it was weird because like basically what they did is like they added new attacks for the bosses that yep. were like kind of cool mm-hmm. but you're not but it was it was also kind of cool beforehand so it's like well is this new ish yeah um, and I had a lot of the same thing where I'm just sitting there going like I'm did I go in? I picked the DLC, 
So this has yes. to be the new part. Yeah. But like, do I? Can I skip? Do I skip? Wait, no, I don't remember this. But yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's because the cutscenes. That's the stuff they add in those cutscenes. Like it changes just like a little bit. Yeah. Like one of the things was like um, the Kyrene Axel cutscene. Apparently, like they just get compl- they just get in the the original Kingdom Hearts three. They get beaten immediately. Like they don't even get a few good hits in. But in this one, they get some cool hits in with Kyrie yeah. doing a few Kingdom Hearts like uh, Keyblade tricks and Axel doing a few Keyblade tricks. So to me, I th- I think that that revisiting was like kind of interesting, but it did feel a lot of like okay, I was I will say like the first half of that DLC I was like very disappointed because I was like I think I've played this this isn't <laughs> that much different I'm trying to remember but I will say like once it kicks into the the new stuff quote unquote um, that's when this like DLC to me just like absolutely took off oh, yeah, and there's... it's like oh okay we're we're gonna add in a few more. I guess finales sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. A couple more endings, a couple more just really cool shots of like, this yeah. is what's happening and nothing in there is super difficult. Um, just to preface, I didn't go through all the, what were they? I don't remember what they're called where you go through the organization members. I don't remember how they oh, set yeah, this that's, up. That's enough. Didn't go through all those. Did go back and watch the final cutscene with, um, Yazora and that whole thing, because there's no way on earth I was getting through all those, all those like high level, yeah. high level battles. It wasn't happening. So, <laughs> Before we get to Yozora, can I can we talk about the fucking crazy uh, scene where all of your every playable character at once is fighting the organization? Oh, 13? up in the sky. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that just feels like this little like because the gameplay there's really just kind of mashing some buttons. Oh, there, sure. There's absolutely. nothing to that gameplay wise. I yeah. mean, other than just let's make this cool as it possibly can be. And yeah. it, it's one of those moments where you're just sitting there doing it like, this is insane. Why yeah. is, I don't even know the justification for this happening. And I don't care how you got this to be there. I just want to see this for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like it's, it's, uh, I guess for people who haven't played it, but I guess if you, if you're listening to you, I'm hopefully you have, it's basically <laughs> like you took all of the kingdom hearts characters and then you to play at them at one time. Yeah. And then you're also fighting 13 organization members at the same time. And the way it plays out is very simple button presses, but it looks. But it's cool. one of those things where I don't feel like many other games even try and go for that. Games with like big ensemble sure. casts like this, very rarely do you see. Let's have our entire group of characters and our entire group of villains all go at each other. Yeah. It has very much the, um, and this is the way I felt about a lot of that game. It has very much this Avengers Endgame feeling where you just get at the end. Oh and yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, you actually have this happening right now. And it was just so cool to see the way that that played out. And um, it just adds that extra layer onto all those endings and all the way all these characters are built up and brought together in the final couple moments of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and I, I liked, I liked um, especially there's a, there's a fight. I think the final boss of Remind DLC is you finally get to meet Kyrie after a bunch of weird hoopla and stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and... The fight scene where you get to play as Kyrie is absolute. Oh my god, that was so cool! Did you? Because you can pick between Kyrie and Sora. So did you pick Kyrie or Sora? Of course. Why the hell would I play? Sora? I played Sora for. Did you okay. wait? Did you? You did you play as Sora? Or no, Kyrie? for sure played as Kyrie. I was just making sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. Like after all yeah. this time, all the like little teases of her being somebody. It's like okay, like finally here we go. You can finally let me like. Oh, she is actually a playable character now. After you teased her having a keyblade, like whenever. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and and uh, I love that their their combined super attack is like, um, it's hard to describe, but it basically ends with like a feather going across the screen yep. with like a, a memory from like one of the previous <laughs> games. Like, oh god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> 
there I, I was surprised i was just surprised this dlc was like hitting those emotional notes that were happening in kingdom hearts 3 i just didn't i don't know why i didn't expect that but i was just like okay it's gonna be some like extra story cutscenes. Yeah. but it's like oh no we're doing some like really hard hitting like just as hard as that finale of kingdom hearts 3 and it, and again like um, th- like we kind of started with this it feels weird because it is so much that same finale but it yeah. still hits just as hard going through it this time just with those little tweaks to it and then again the kind of mm-hmm. the bigger add-ons towards the end of it but it still has that same impact that the original kingdom hearts 3 ending had did you um how did you feel about the uh because i i really loved it and it was like one of those things like maybe we're kind of moving a little bit more into like the next for kingdom hearts talk um i thought the open level they had was like super cool and had me very excited for kingdom hearts the next kingdom hearts stuff oh how the one feel? The, like did... the oh what is it like the world in the sky i don't remember the name of it that cannot be the name of it i'm sure it's something in latin <laughs> I, I for sure was, but I thought they called it something else. But anyway, whatever the big, yeah. the big white houses, yes. and buildings. It was a really cool world. Um, I I'm not as big into like open worldy stuff, so that makes me nervous because I don't necessarily want an open world mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts. Um, I don't want Monsters Inc. level Kingdom Hearts either. But I like mm-hmm. the kind of the in between level design they had for a lot of this. Like Big Hero Six, I think feel like was a fairly open world level. Um, yeah and i think that, that and to me this was like a tighter denser version of yeah that. i think they kind of scaled that back a little bit um i don't i didn't necessarily like the go around and find all the what was it, it was like parts of Kyrie's heart or whatever like I'm, yeah whatever i'm never doing. i'm never a fan of going just go and find the stuff i i don't like that but mm-hmm. i thought the the world itself and that area we're in was really cool because i think a lot of things we can kind of slowly start getting into what's coming next are hinting at much more original designs and much more um just getting away from licensed property worlds yeah seems to be the way that they're pointing for a lot of things or if they are licensed properties not necessarily disney properties which i feel like um tend to kind of all have a similar feel when you get into like Mm -hmm. the princess movies little mermaid tangled frozen i feel like all those worlds have kind of a similar feel just because the tone of those movies is always so similar yeah so i'd be curious to see what can you do when you start getting into more interesting level design like that so that has me really excited for the next couple yeah it, it felt like um i feel like a lot of like the final finale kingdom hearts levels they're never they never feel like fully fleshed out they're usually no. kind of like hallways and this was like the first time i was like oh this is like a holy kingdom hearts world yeah and that was very fun that, it kind of reminded, i guess yeah that wasn't just like a like a traverse town or something like that where it's just kind of more mm-hmm. of a hub where you're walking through because those are fairly open and you yeah. can of course do all that stuff but this felt like, oh no, you can actually do stuff. We're actually setting a level in one of our original open worlds for um, one yeah. of the first times. Like you said, the other ones are very corridored off. Yeah, I, and I just, it just like, and I was, I was surprised how good looking it was. I was like, holy shit! This, I was. <laughs> this also reminded me, Kingdom Hearts three is a very good looking game. <laughs> I had that same feeling when it turned on. I was like, oh yeah, this looks really good. Like, okay, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Um, so I guess we kind of started getting there. So I mentioned Yazora, the final scene yeah. there. Um, we both watched it because maybe we're bad at Kingdom Hearts or we don't have that kind of time on our hands either way. Me for sure don't have yeah. that kind of time on my hands. I think you got... I was stuck on proud mode. I can't beat these bosses on proud mode. I could probably beat them on normal. I'd probably <laughs> spend the time to beat them on normal, but I'm on proud and I'm not going to go back and unlevel my 99 character and try to figure it out. No, that's bullshit. Maybe, maybe you anyway. shouldn't have been so proud. Um, but anyway, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so the ending with Yazora... There's so mm-hmm. many things that they're hinting at, so many directions they can go. If you take the original secret ending of Kingdom Hearts 3, you add it with the secret endings of this. There's so much stuff yeah. that's just like pointing in a hundred million different directions for Kingdom Hearts 4 and the 18 side games that will come between now and Kingdom Hearts 4. Yes. Uh, 
so I guess what I want to end this off with is just where are your wild, weird thoughts about what's going to happen with Kingdom Hearts next? Because everything they hint at from the moment you get to the Keyyard Grave, the key, ah, everything they hint at from the moment you get to the Keyblade Graveyard on drops yeah. Disney out of the equation. Yeah. <laughs> Donald and Goofy are gone. <laughs> Mickey pops up here and there, but just everything with Remind, everything for the last seven, five to seven hours of three, no more Disney. Yeah. And then nothing at the end is all pointing in these kind of very hinted at directions from other Square properties. So Kingdom yeah. Hearts 4 and the 27 side games in between, where do you think we're going? Uh, I'm not going to bring up Versus 13 yet, but it's, <laughs> you, you have to talk about that at some point. No, um, you don't. Yes, you absolutely okay, do. Okay, continue. Okay, I'm not going to bring it up, though. Um, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. This is like the this is the first time like I legitimately. I think um, I think with Kingdom Hearts, you never know where the story is gonna go, but you're always like, I can't wait to see those Disney worlds. But like you were saying, it's like I don't know if they're doing Disney worlds anymore. Like I feel like the next game is probably gonna be like Sans Disney. Yeah, it, it definitely feels that way because everything they're pointing at, between the kind of veiled allusions to Final Fantasy 15, the veiled allusions to the world ends with you, and there was that trailer that came out like 13 years ago that people still like for some reason that it referenced a couple times. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I could very much see kingdom hearts, at least four in itself going away from Disney. I feel like if you go to your next side game, like a a 3d or a birth by sleep and you drop the Disney out, I could feel that feeling a little jarring just because I feel like with a side game, you might need that to sell it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. versus four where i feel like four is definitely hinted at okay no disney yeah but we're still definitely... I, don't, I don't think i think four will have disney i don't i just don't think the side games in between really four will be yeah because it was weird because I, I watched the yozora fight and the thing that's really wild with the yozora fight is that it felt like um did you ever, you play metal gear solid three right yes <laughs> did you ever play snake's nightmare by any chance no so there's a sequence in Metal Gear Solid. I promise you this actually does wrap around. It makes sense. There's a sequence in Metal Gear Solid 3 called this this thing called Snake's Nightmare, which is not in the HD versions. Um, but what it was, they basically just like threw in a prototype game they were working on mm-hmm. um, where you're like tearing zombies apart and like ripping people up with like meat hooks. And um, yeah, it's really wild. It's really strange. And you can find videos of it online. Um but it was basically an entirely separate game. And then when I was watching the Ozora fight, I was like, this doesn't look like anything Kingdom Hearts like I've ever seen. Um, it kind of reminded me almost of uh, the secret ending of Kingdom Hearts 1, where they're like in that, before we've seen anything in Kingdom Hearts 2, it's like this dark, rainy thing. And oh, this yeah. hooded figure comes out. Yep. He pulls out the two keyblades. It makes this like fire around. Mm-hmm. It's this purple fire. It just looked like a totally different tone of the game. Um and that's kind of what I felt about whatever game they're pointing to is this. Like, it's just not Kingdom Hearts. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I just feel like that they're trying to make that separation so clear that this could just be a separate series almost entirely. And that's why I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if they're not doing Disney properties, I feel like that's will be the not Disney properties ones. While Kingdom Hearts, while like Kingdom Hearts, a proper Kingdom Hearts numbered title would be... Like Kingdom Hearts, 4, I can't see Kingdom Hearts four without Disney characters. I can see Kingdom Hearts versus thirteen, which weirdly would make sense in context of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> um, can not can cannot have Disney characters in it, but I can't. I just can't see Kingdom Hearts four not having Disney characters. I guess okay. So what I could see, 
is I think we're both on the same bandwagon from talking a little bit before that Yazora will be the next playable character in Kingdom Hearts. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, what I could see is very much is anything with Yazora being non-Disney. And whenever yeah. we cycle back around to Sora, whether that's 4, whether that's post-4, whether that's some side game, the stuff with Sora, yeah. including it, but the Yazora stuff, I just feel like the way they're setting him up seems way too intense for him to be going and hanging out with Elsa. For Sora, you're saying specifically? Yazora. Oh, like, Yozora. I don't, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't absolutely. see I don't see Yozora like going and hanging out with Olaf. Sure. Oh no. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. That's the thing that's like so the tone is just like totally off. Uh-huh. Although, do you do you? I somebody had just mentioned this online. The idea was just too cool. Do you think it could be just when you're saying non Disney? Do you think it could be other Disney properties that are not like Disney proper see, so properties? So that's that's what I could see. Is I could see them going with like. Sora's hanging out in like your Disney princesses, your Disney cartoons, and Yazora's over yeah. here in Marvel or Star Wars, or maybe even get into like some square properties like you brought in Final Fantasy characters. Maybe he's going yeah. to Final Fantasy fifteen or he's going to Final Fantasy seven or whatever it might be. Yeah. World ends with you wherever he ends up. And I I could very much see that where we're like, okay, Sora's our cheery, hopeful, like, yay, mm-hmm. I'm, we're friends with everybody. Yeah. And Yazora's over here like, Thanos is coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's where, where Nomar is making the game he actually wants to make because he doesn't like... I love in interviews he doesn't like Sora, and they make that very clear. Yes, in oh yeah, in, in the games, yeah. <laughs> But, like, the thing is, like, I'm just, like, I the thing I'm thinking about is, like, just, I feel like Marvel and, like, those properties, all those, like, Fox properties potentially, too, they're so wrapped up in other things. Like, I don't know if that's even possible. Um, I, I do have to admit, I think, like, the licensing and the rights and that has got to be ridiculous to try and figure out who owns what and yeah. how what's connected and, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. But it'd be so cool if he was, like, if he was like, even, like, looking at some, like, the Fox property. Like, I, I think we were talking offline, but it's just, like, the like the aliens property is now owned by Disney. <laughs> uh-huh. And like you could, I could see a Yozora fighting aliens like thing. Like I oh, think, yeah. I think he's, they've aged him up enough and you could make that game looks like teen rated. It, it just like, there's, yeah. I think, I think Kingdom Hearts three is still currently E10, but really? I think if you, yeah, no, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you, you don't kill any, no, he dies. They kind of do. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. They do whatever they do in Kingdom Hearts when they die. <laughs> they become a nobody <laughs> and a heartless and everything separates and they become yeah. different people and different <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but I, I feel like if they're like that, that is them allowing themselves to go to a teen, teen rating and maybe do some of that versus thirteen ideas and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't think that Kingdom Hearts four, Kingdom Hearts four story to me currently. I think the Yozora stuff seems really interesting, and that seems kind of separate than whether trying to set up with the masked guys that I like do not give a shit about. And I the box. The what? Oh, the yeah. Oh, it's. <laughs> It's this, it like that aspect to me. That to me looks like Kingdom Hearts four stuff because that's what the chess game ends with. In yeah. Kingdom Hearts three, when he puts the chess pieces up, it's those guys' masks. Yep. And it's just like that to me is so uninteresting. And I think that might be the main Kingdom Hearts four plot yeah. being set up in Yozora. is kind of like the separate stuff. Mm-hmm. I could see that. And then we get a couple um, games of Yozora going and whatever his like save Sora thing is, and like he's yeah. That that's what we're exploring maybe in whatever. 3.875 um, yeah, yeah. will be and then when we get to actual 4 we get back onto that train of what's in the box what's going on with Sora how does this all tie back into the stuff that I felt like wrapped up fairly well by the time you're done with Remind and everything it's one of those things where like that Yozora yeah. tag on the end if you take out those secret endings this very much feels like it does kind of cap off very well everything that's happened 
Yeah, that, and that's the thing that's weird. It's like it felt like Kingdom Hearts. Like they're like they're adding these like extra strings that like don't like Yozora seems super interesting mostly because it's not Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and then the other string they are adding is just like okay, just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you and get... like it's weird they just announced like a new phone game that's like let's talk about Xehanort more. It's like let's not let's not talk about Xehanort ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a prequel, and it's why is he? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. It, it's interesting to see where they go because there are so many weird directions this could go from here. And I think yeah. of all the series out there, Kingdom Hearts has been one that I don't think you could predict well. I think you could predict a lot of other game series out there, yeah. and and you'd be fairly accurate. There's a few other ones that do some like real crazy things, but for the most part, they kind of stick in, this is my thing, or staying mm-hmm. in it. Kingdom Hearts started out as a game where it's like, what if we just threw some Disney movies together with some Final Fantasy stuff? And now here yeah, we are, that- <laughs> 15, 20 years later. And the thing that's, like, I kind of liked the idea of the side games as kind of being these side stories, especially once you played them all together. It's kind of fun seeing all those side stories but, like, the way they had released it was such a cluster of, like, Game Boy Advance games, phone <laughs> DS, games, yep. PS2 games, DS games. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that idea was cool. The re- How they released it was not cool. Yeah. So maybe – but that idea of a bunch of side stories then leading up to Kingdom Hearts 4, them doing it correctly, mm-hmm. of maybe just releasing – they're not – it doesn't have a four on the title, but like it's just coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. You don't have to buy like three consoles to like yeah, and that's because that's figure it out. that's where I fell off. Is I played the games on PS2 and then well, I didn't have a DS, so uh, yeah. whoops, <laughs> got no chance of that. No, yeah, like that Game Boy game I played like 15 years. Yeah, so I think if you just kind of keep everything, and I think that's nice with now we've pretty much got three four if you count pc platforms versus oh you've got a vita and a ds and a game boy and a wii and a ps3 and you know what i mean there's so many things out there whereas i feel like we're slowly becoming more and more okay just the switch has its things and everything else just kind of on the other two as on yeah i think everything else is on that yeah yeah yeah. i mean how do you i mean because i how do you feel about that like are you glad kingdom hearts is like keep going like are you just kind of like are you excited to like get into all this new nonsense or are you just kind of like i think i'm done it's really weird because I have the same feeling I had kind of after Star Wars 9 and Endgame where it's like these were, well, one was a really satisfying conclusion and the other one was like, okay, I'm done. Whereas Kingdom, yeah. and Kingdom Hearts kind of fits in that where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm very satisfied with what's happening here. Um, but when you watch those movies, there's not that like little extra tug of like, oh, no, there's going to be there's going to be more. You don't you mm-hmm. don't want to know what happens next. They wrap up very, very well. And obviously, you know yeah. they're going to continue. But with Kingdom Hearts, I feel like, especially with Remind, just throwing those little things in there, it almost... And again, this is where I almost like having that year, is at the end of three, I kind of had that feeling of like, okay, we're good. I got yeah. my year <laughs> of being satisfied with what I had of Kingdom Hearts. Everything yeah. was good. The box I care so little about that that didn't even bother. Like, that wasn't even a thought in my mind. And now we've got, <laughs> yeah. okay, what's going on with the Azor? Like, okay, there is something. And we're not just necessarily continuing on with Sora's journey to continue traveling between worlds and whatever. Mm-hmm. We are going in a completely new direction. So it feels like you're still going to get that Kingdom Hearts idea, but you're not going to get Kingdom Hearts as we've thought of Kingdom Hearts before. It definitely yeah. feels like we're going to stay in that series, but almost in a final fantasy way of like, if you played 13 and then you jumped to 15, those are both final fantasy. And yes, there's some overlapping concepts, but it feels like, okay, one through three and all those side games are one thing. We're going to move into Mm -hmm. kingdom hearts act two, so to speak. Sure. Yeah. 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 
I think the thing that was kind of cool about this Remind DLC for me was that it basically it basically kind of got me back into like wanting more Kingdom Hearts. I think kind of what you're like what you're saying. It's like it was kind of like that end game, kind of that satisfying conclusion. But I think in January I was like done with Kingdom Hearts. Like okay, I'm just done. Yeah, yep. I'm I'm good. I'm good with being done. I like I'm happy. I I like got my conclusion. I'm good with being done. And then Remind's like, all right, let's see what you got. <laughs> you, you, sure, you sure about that? Here's, here's a yeah, nice trailer for Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, 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 did give, it felt like it gave me enough time where it's like, that concluded, I'm satisfied, and I think I'm done with Kingdom Hearts. And it's like, well, I'm still kind of a fan. I could, just let, let's I could see what else you got. I don't, I don't hunger as much, I guess, for, for Kingdom Hearts, whatever's next, as I do Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. But I, I, they're just not comparable, but I, I am definitely excited to see what's next. For sure. Yeah. Well, we will be talking about Kingdom Hearts 4 in 12 years. Uh, until then, we are working I think it's for... sooner than that. I think it's way sooner than that. <laughs> okay. I think we're talking about Kingdom Hearts 4 in three years. <laughs> 2020. Okay, so wait, three years from three or three years from now? So 2022, 2023? I think I think next E3 or next next year, we're hearing about Kingdom Hearts colon Yozora. Oh, are we going side game or are we going Kingdom Hearts 4? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, I'm trying to think the logic. So a year from now, I'm hearing about Kingdom Hearts colon Yozora. Then the next E3 after that, I'm seeing a Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer. I mean, they've got, what, four teams working on Kingdom Hearts now? So I think oh, you've shit. got... Yeah, they're going to be releasing a lot I think of shit. You've, you've got <laughs> phone game this year. Yeah. Fo- I yeah. think end of the year, let's say game awards... You get a tease for 3.5, 3.7, whatever random number they pull out of their ass. Um, is, that Yozora, is that Yozora's game? I think that's Yozora. Yeah. I think then that comes out next year, 2021. That has sure. a tag at the end for Kingdom Hearts 4 proper, which comes out 2022, beginning of 2023. So I think you're pretty right on with 2022, 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. This would be very cool. I can't wait for that Yozora game. That game. I hope that game's good. That game. I have too. Now I have, like. I'm getting like too hyped about that game. Oh. That this game that like I. That's nothing. It's nothing. But it's more than the zero that versus thirteen has been for. The next side story is just going to be about the box. So that's all we got to look forward to anyway. So God damn, I that box is so boring. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> and with that, uh, we are Workforce Gaming. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Uh, subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.